water the elixir of life. Dear friends, in ancient times, when there were powerful beings who could curse and grant boons, a great king, Yayati, was cursed to lose his youth instantly by the powerful sage Shukracharya, who is said to have mastered the science of everlasting youth. But the sage softened a little and granted the king a half pardon by saying he could exchange his old age for someone's youth. Who on earth would be ready for this exchange? Of his two sons, the elder Yadu refused and his second son Puru agreed. So Yayati, it is said, lived many years enjoying the pleasures of youth and when he had had his fill, took back his old age from Puru and blessed him. We don't live in such times, but the quest for everlasting youth endures as one of our greatest romances. There have been great breakthroughs recently in the understanding of the aging process, especially with the discovery of a tiny structure at the end of every chromosome called the telomere, which shortens every time a cell divides and eventually disappears, signaling the death of the cell, causing you to age and telomerase, the anti-aging enzyme, whose abundance retards this shortening of telomeres. Yet, it has been found that taking doses of telomerase greatly increases the risk of cancer. So we have discovered a genetic key to age reversal here, but nature seems to be telling us no shortcuts. Telomere lengths have been found to shorten rapidly when you become a victim of stress. And it has been seen that if you could take up a difficult life situation coming your way, not as a curse, but as a challenge, as a boon, telomerase levels go up in the body and telomere shortening is greatly reduced. So we do have validation from scores of researchers that a genuine positive attitude is anti-aging in nature. Maybe that was the significance of Yayati and Puru's story that in some way aging is not a losing battle or a curse. Yayati's zest for life and Puru's implicit trust are noteworthy because when we yearn to look younger, isn't that a desire for unalloyed joy and a willingness to meet challenges? 
today, aging is not seen in terms of a lifespan. It is defined as the number of disease-free years. We would like to modify this definition to number of disease-free, healthy and happy years. So a lifespan of 90 with 40 disease-free, healthy and happy years is definitely a life less lived than a lifespan of 70 with say 65 years of disease-free, healthy and happy years. Science needs just this clarity about what is a worthy goal and the answers start to come. The worthy goal here is to strive for a disease-free, healthy and happy life every single day and not just for living longer by popping a pill with many unhealthy and unhappy years. Can we make this pursuit into the art of our lives? Kaya Kalpa means just that. In Sanskrit, we have the words Sharira, Deha and Kaya, all referring to the body. Sharira is used in the context of referring to its physiology and anatomy. Deha is used when we refer to the body as a solid mass, as a gross, material, physical entity, as opposed to the subtle. Kaya is a word that refers to the anabolic processes of the body. To understand how Kaya Kalpa works, we need to know what we mean by anabolic processes. One of the most important aspects of our well-being is our energy levels. When we are fit and healthy, our energy levels are good. We are able to excel in all our tasks, achieve our goals, stay cheerful, make good choices and take up challenges. We can say that youthfulness is about that energy. The chemical processes through which the body creates its energy is called metabolism. How we obtain that energy is by breaking down food into smaller units and then building them back into proteins, fats and carbohydrates that the body can use for its nutritional and energy requirements. It's like what a child does with a Lego toy set. He breaks down a truck he has made to individual pieces and then reassembles the pieces to make a house. The breaking down action is called catabolism and the building action is called anabolism. When these two processes are in balance, the engine of our metabolism functions smoothly and we are able to stay energized. In yoga language, 
The building up processes is referred to as yuj and the breakdown processes as vyoga. Both are essential, but we need to know how and when to use them to get the kind of results we are looking for. For example, our skeletal muscles are not just there to help us move and lift a weight. The way we treat our muscles can activate the catabolic or anabolic pathways by means of the hormones that are triggered by the choices we make. If we do too much of heavy workouts without adequate rest and relaxation, we could push our body into excessive breakdown or catabolic mode. This can result in premature aging. The word kaya refers to the anabolic or building up processes and in kaya kalpa we primarily work with restorative and rejuvenating or anabolic processes at the cellular level. Kalpa is a multi-dimensional word. Here we can look at two connotations of kalpa. One is that it means a long span of time, as in an eon. So here it is a reference to an extended period of a healthy body. Kalpa also means competence, a practical method and a protocol. So Kaya Kalpa is a protocol that enables us to benefit from the anabolic or life processes of the body. And this is more of an art because it is not calorie burn or quick fix recipes we are talking about. It is a complete protocol of how we manage our time and play with every moment of our lives artfully. In this way, age reversal is in the end about the rapture of the pursuit of a good life. Would we like to live for a thousand years? Maybe we will be in a better position to answer this question after having lived a youthful, joyful and satisfying life for many years. Because there is a reason why a dip in a hot water sulfur spring or a hike in freezing snows in just bare essentials, or an intense detox routine, can often be the most significant moments of expansion and joy in our lives. We may choose very different goals in those moments than to live forever. So sure, it is about telling race, but for us, it is about what we can do to keep it up in our own little ways. Healing through self-study Another recent breakthrough in the science of anti-aging has been the discovery of the wonders of fasting. In the course of meeting their energy requirements through metabolism, the cells of our body produce toxic byproducts also called metabolic waste. When the body is starved of food for periods 
such as 16 hours and above, the cells start devouring their own metabolic waste, pathogens and toxins to extract proteins from them. And in this way, the cells are cleared of waste and this in turn results in a boost to the metabolism, immune capability and enhanced energy utilization by every single cell of the body. There was a time when the science of alchemy was practiced, where alchemists like Nagarjuna, Gorakhnath and others specialized in such diverse subjects like metallurgy, herbs, chemistry, mantra and yoga and combined this knowledge to create potent anti-aging potions and protocols. The disciplines of yoga, Ayurveda and Rasayana or alchemy have come from their studies of their own lives and all the things of nature around them. And this study in itself is a very healing process. Like Patanjali, who also belongs to the lineage of alchemists, says in the Yoga Sutra, Swadhyayat Ishtadevatha Samprayoga. By self-study, we unite with our ideal. While on one hand, modern research on pills and potions is going very strong, there is a realization that in the meanwhile, we can adopt certain protocols in our own lives which can give us profound age reversal benefits. And here we need to define what we mean by aging. 